Hey, Scott. Hey, KP. Do you remember on the Halloween episode when you were talking about the Cassidy Blake series? I do, yeah. Yeah, so you hooked me and I went to the library and I checked out all three and <laughs> I read all three in a matter of like five days. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> they, they were so good. Are they good? was obsessed, yeah. Yeah, and they're middle grade books, but they're so freaking good. Yes, I... Yeah, for middle grade books, like, I was holding my breath. I was on the edge of my seat. I was scared. I cried. I gasped. I cussed at the books. Like, <laughs> I loved them so much. And the characters are just so much fun. I mean, Cassidy is, is awesome. And then her, you know, best friend. And um, is it Lila? Uh, the Lara. Girl from Scot Lara, thank you. Sorry, the girl from yeah. Scotland. Yep. Like at first yeah, you're like, I don't know if I like away. her, but yeah, uh, I yeah, really enjoyed her Yeah, she's kind of a bitch at first. <laughs> she is kind of a bitch at first. <laughs> We're saying that about like a 12-year-old. <laughs> I know. I mean, if I'm being honest, I feel like most 12-year-olds are, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I can attest to that working at the library and dealing with teen <laughs> programs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed them. Yeah, they were so good. I'm so like typically when I start a series, I'll just pick up one and I don't know what possessed me to just grab all three, probably because they're middle grade and I figured it would be a fast read and they yeah. were all three on the shelf at the library. So I just grabbed all three and I'm glad I did because I just I whipped through them. I like finished one and immediately pick up the next one because they were so good. Oh, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Which was your favorite? Probably the third. The third, that was mm -hmm. my favorite too. Yeah, um, I think in order of preference, three, one, two. I agree. Uh, I do find the catacombs very creepy. Um, mm -hmm. Like I feel like that one was a little creepier, but for me, but like as an overall book, like three, two or three, one, two, be mine too. Yeah. So the catacombs were in book two, and I liked the catacombs, but I think the big boss, I don't know how else to describe it, the yeah. paranormal big encounter bad. they had besides the regular ghosts that they encounter in all of them um, was a little bit less compelling than the other two. I agree. I think. I agree. But like, still exciting and and i loved that like there was so much history in all three yeah and I, almost like the fact that it was a middle grade the author does a really good job of like kind of explaining more of the backstory and you know so many times i'll i'll look at somebody or or you know when i'm researching something i'm like okay tell it to me like i'm in grade school <laughs> and you know, she did just that. <laughs> she did just that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and for our listeners, uh, the author is Victoria Schwab, but uh, a lot of listeners may know her as V.E. Schwab. Uh, that's what she writes under for her like adult books. So. Yeah, she's a great author. Yeah, I haven't read any of her adult books, but I want to. <laughs> yeah. So. 
I yes, still... so thank you for the recommendation. I, You're welcome. I love whenever thoroughly, it works out and you actually enjoy them. Enjoyed. <laughs> yes, oh, I did. I did. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, good. Okay. Well, hello and welcome to the Unsolicited Book Reviews podcast, where we keep it fun and keep it gay. I am your co-host, Scott. And I'm KP. (laughs) (laughs) I did it again. (laughs) She forgot her name again. Wow. I just forgot it was my turn to talk. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I just get like so wrapped up in what we were talking about before. I was in the catacombs. (laughs) (laughs) You were in the catacombs. (laughs) And uh, we're four states away, so you can't give me the nudge. Yeah. Hey, you wake up. It's it's your turn. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you want to go first on last red? I think you should go first today. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, so I finished uh, the last house on Needless Street by Katrina Ward. And this has been on my TBR for a little bit, and it was kind of like a high, like a high anticipated read, just because a lot of um, like people who review, like I'm friends with on Goodreads, who review books, um, like similar as I do, like we're rating it really high, uh, mm-hmm. and so the ratings were pretty good, and and um, well, I was hoping it would be fan. Frick-tastic, but uh, it it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I think I gave it three stars. So it was... Okay. So you know how sometimes I describe a book like a roller coaster ride? And mm-hmm. that's like in a good way, even though I hate roller coasters, but like, you know, it's like a <laughs> wild ride, a wild, crazy ride. Uh, yeah. And it keeps you on your, you know, your toes the entire time. Mm-hmm. Well, this one was kind of like a whip flash roller coaster ride oh, i don't know no. because the first half of the book you're like what like it's come on pick it up pick it up uh i you don't really know what's going on and the writing style it it doesn't help that um mm-hmm. though i was still intrigued so i kept reading but it was almost a dnf for me um oh. i was getting to that point and mm-hmm. then about halfway through it like picks up and you're like oh this is getting good woohoo uh and then it got to a point where it was like okay this is a good ending but then you still have like 10 percent left (laughs) oh man uh, so it was a weird a weird book um so it's about like it, it's it's told from three different narrators' perspectives. So there's Ted, um, who is this creepy guy who lives in like his old house, parents' house that is on Needless Street, um, and you start to think that he is a serial killer, um, and. Then there's D, who is the older sister of this girl uh, who Ted calls the uh, popsicle girl, um, because that's kind of she the photo um, of her whenever she went missing 
by the lake was her mm-hmm. with like a popsicle. And uh, so that's kind of what she became known as. Okay. Um, so that then... worried me for a second because like all the time I say, I'm a popsicle because I'm always <laughs> freezing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, okay. And then Olivia, um, who is a cat. Um, <laughs> That's I, the name I, of Taylor Swift's cat. Really? Olivia? Olivia Benson. <laughs> I guess then there's Laura, too, who is supposedly Ted's daughter. Yet you start to think that maybe Laura is... Lulu, who was the girl who went missing. Um, yeah. I'm confused. I, I, right? That's, yeah. Well, so the author, I, 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 I have a hard time, like, describing it because if I say something, it will completely give it away. Um, okay. But I feel like the author took nothing is as it seems. So, like, that idea of nothing is mm-hmm. as it seems and then just added too much of that um mm-hmm. so it was very like at the end it was very like w- like just whiplash like with each reveal it was just like what oh well no we're going over here no we're going over here like <laughs> okay yeah so it wasn't the I best feel like, i feel like with the nothing is as it seems s- sort of situation like some things have to be yeah yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, but this one, I feel like, went overboard with, with that. Um, hmm. And really, nothing was as it seems. <laughs> 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 and if I, yeah, if I gave one thing away, then it would give, it would become like a domino effect because, um, yeah. So that that's that's the book. It was um too long. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I may try the author again, but we'll see. Okay. She won't be high up on my list. All right. Well, they can't <laughs> all be the best book you've ever read. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what makes reading fun. Yeah. You never know Do what you're going to get. Do you want to hear about get. my current read or my Your last, last read? read? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, It was like one of the best books I've ever read. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, And I'm not being sarcastic. I, I was wondering, like, I was like, is she? Is she? I know. It can be, it can be hard when you're, when you're a bit of a deadpan or like I am, it can be hard sometimes. Uh, um, no. And this book is kind of heavy. So bear with me. Um, it's a memoir and it's called know my name by Chanel Miller. And it is written by the victim of a very famous rape trial, rape case. Um, you know, the name of the rapist, but I don't want to say it because he doesn't deserve a name. Um, he was a prolific college swimmer um and he was headed for the olympics gained lots of sympathy from everybody for absolutely no good reason 
Um, she was found by some Swedish people uh, behind a dumpster mid-act, and they chased him off and essentially saved her from potentially even worse crimes that were happening. Um, and she was Emily Doe through the whole trial, uh, which lasted several years through the appeals process, through everything. She, her identity was protected through all of it for years. And this book is where she came out and reclaimed her identity and said, I want the world to know my story from my point of view in my words. And it was just one of the most empowering books I've ever read. Uh, it was so beautifully written. Um, it was horrifying to hear all the trauma that she had to go through after the fact and how the whole process uh, was basically re-traumatizing her every step of the way through the court process and how he got such a light sentence and everything like that. But she just incredible. Um, I mean, I've said this word already, but there's really no other word for it. It's truly empowering. Um, and she says something in there about like how it's really hard to listen to these stories, to read these stories, to hear these stories. Um, but it's so important because the more we can hear them and know them, the more that we can, um, you know, make changes. And for every story that we hear, there's, you know, hundreds that aren't being told because the process is so horrible um, to go through and the court system is so on the side of rapists and not on the yeah. side of the rape victims or rape survivors. Um, yeah. So it was just incredible to hear her just reclaim the process and reclaim her name and her identity and everything. So um, it was a tough I, one to read, but it was I, truly incredible. Highly, highly, highly recommend to anybody who can read it for like has the ability for their own mental health yeah. what am i trying to say if it won't negatively impact your own yeah. mental yeah, health yeah. Trigger read you this in book anyway. it's incredible yes yes i i'm i'll i want to check it out like wow like that's mm -hmm. i hate that we live in a society that uh, sides with the rapist and mm -hmm. not with the rape victim. I know that we have made strides in people being able to come out uh, mm -hmm. as victims, but there's still uh, it, it, most of the time no one believes them. Um, right. Yep, and and even if they do, there's so much like it, it's still so much about like, well, she was wearing this. Yes, she was exactly. drinking. She was at the party. She should have known. She should have this, that, and the other. There's still so much victim shaming and victim yeah. blaming. And exactly yeah. like he, um, he had no choice because of the way that she was dressed and mm -hmm. things like that. It's, it's sick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And what what is bad too, like 
I know that they're like have been proven wrong, but there have been um, cases where people will come out, but they weren't actually like assaulted. Um, and so that puts a bad name in people's mouths too. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not saying like, uh, like always sexually assaulted, but like Jesse Smollett uh, mm-hmm. was one. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that, you know, he wasn't sexually assaulted, but he orchestrated the whole thing. Tried to claim that there was a a hate crime committed against him. Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like that puts a bad taste in people's mouth. Mm -hmm. What sucks whenever a victim comes out who's been sexually assaulted or raped or or whatever. Eaten um, up anything. Eaten up harassment, hate crimes, whatever. People always second guess. And Mm -hmm. if it's a celebrity or somebody well-known or somebody who uh, is like a town hero or or something like that Mm -hmm. um, or college. A future Olympic swimmer. A future Olympic swimmer. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe it -hmm. was both parties or. Yeah. She was drinking, you know. Maybe maybe she shouldn't have been drinking. No. Yeah. That's not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. Like everybody deserves to go out and have a a good time if they want to, and they shouldn't like be afraid to become a rape victim because they're out there having a good time. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't give you the excuse. I don't care if you're drunk or on drugs or or whatever. That doesn't give you the excuse to take like a big chunk away from somebody's uh, mental health um, and physical health and um, assault them. Like it just. mm. Yep. Yep. And she brings a unique perspective to it. And yeah, like I said, if you can check it out, it was actually, uh, this book was recommended to me by a listener who knows that I love memoirs so thank you for recommending that i it's one of the probably top three memoirs i've ever read so i feel like it should i haven't read it yet but like books (laughs) like that should be like required reading for um everybody like yeah especially men uh and like especially college frat boys yeah especially college frat boys because that's a a lot of time where it happens Mm -hmm. um yeah so Mm. well uh now that we've brought things down hopefully (laughs) your uh, current read can uh, pick things back up a little bit oh can you go first (laughs) i i'll go first Is, is yours about murder yes (laughs) and well it kind of it's it's fiction it kind of fits into the same realm of people um taking things away from people um so uh anyways okay i'll just get about rape is it no she's not raped um she's murdered um that's so much better yeah so this is we should have discussed that before the show. 
Oh, goodness. Okay. I'm just going to rip off the Band-Aid and get it over with. Um, so my book is, uh, my current read is Maggie's Grave by David Sodergren. Uh, he is an indie author who self-publishes through Amazon. Uh, and uh, he writes for- Shout out for... to indie authors. Shout out to indie authors. Yeah. Uh, he he writes horror. And a lot of his horror books are very uh, what you would call body horror so like it's not necessarily it's not necessarily gory like you know just throw like the author talking about blood everywhere it's it's um more descriptive of what's happening to the person's body that um, sounds worse yeah uh it yeah uh so <laughs> Yeah, right. I know. Um, we should have discussed this before. Uh, <laughs> it's fiction. <laughs> but okay, so in the 1600s in Scotland, in this uh, town called Ochmolan, oh, it's old. It's not even real. Well, it, it's present day, but oh, it, it, the beginning takes talk. place. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she, uh, there's this girl named Maggie Wall who, uh, is accused of being a witch, uh, by the town main council, like the main councilman of the town, his son, uh, broke into her, like her hen house and was like being destructive and stuff. And so she ran him off and switched him, you know, with like the, you know, switch, like stick, you know, spanked him. Do you know, like, oh. It's oh, almost oh, like oh. a whip, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of, but they yeah. have like a stick, thin stick. Like a stick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she, because of that, he went to his dad and said that uh, he saw her turn somebody into dust and is a witch. And so, of course, he's, you know, they believe him. And so they go to her house. And luckily, she takes a few out, uh, which is pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> like, she had dug a pit uh, in front of her front door, and it had, like, spikes in it. So one of them goes and, like, is impaled. Um, and then she was making chicken soup. And, like, she was making soup over the fire. And so she takes the pan and throws it on a guy's face. And it's like... Sounds like witch's brew to me. Yeah, but it was just soup. Like, she she even made a comment of saying, like... Sure it was. She made a comment of saying, I've like, they're going to think... I've made soup before, too. <laughs> uh, that they're going to think it's witch's brew, even though it's just, like, chicken and carrots and <laughs> things like that. Uh, but chicken. she throws it in... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so she melts a guy's face with it um but <laughs> they um get into her house and they um <sighs> do bad things like they pop her eyeball in her brain like or not her brain but her skull and she feels it um and then they like break her teeth out and like it's awful it's awful and then <laughs> and then they find out that she's pregnant and so while she's alive they cut out her baby no yes yeah well you don't have to tell us all the details i'm sorry it just happens in like the first 10 minutes of the book hey you don't have to tell us <laughs> anyways so she's not a witch but she before she dies she says i curse the town 
I curse it. Like she puts a curse on the town. And so, well, now it's present day. And Akmalin is pretty much a dead town. Like there are only like 40 to 50 people left in the town because the factory burned down. Um, and so, you know, it's just almost a ghost town. Um, there's only four teens who exist. Like there are 19. Like they just graduated high school, but those are the only kids that are still like are in Akmalin. Um, one of them just had a baby. Um, and the baby daddy, he and his, uh, parents, like they just leave as soon as they find out that she's pregnant, they move from the town. Um, well, yeah, it's cursed. Well, yeah, but they don't know that. Like they've just grown up as like, it's a story. Well, she comes back. Um, and you find out that maybe it's not the first time that she's come back. Uh, but she is just like this basically monster who's like superhuman strength and, and everything. And, um, bad, bad things happen. People die. The way that she comes back is the most grotesque thing I've ever read. (laughs) Please don't tell us. I won't. Um, Okay. But it's mostly told from the perspective of Beth, who is the best friend of the girl who just had a baby. Um, And, you know, she's kind of like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't want to be stuck in Akmalan for the rest of my life. Um, But she doesn't know what to do. Um, And so, um, yeah, whenever this starts to happen, she is like, if I survive, maybe I can finally get out of Akmalan. Uh, but I'm almost at the end. I think I have like 30 pages left, but it's intense. Um, yeah, a lot of people are dead. So anyways, what was your current, what's your current read? (laughs) So my current read, I feel like we should end the episode (laughs) right there. Why did I (laughs) anyways? Okay. Okay. So it's this book that's about preventing murder. Um, <laughs> okay just kidding um, but it's much lighter than all the books we've talked about so far <laughs> is this like an intervention for me <laughs> no but at this rate it's coming soon <laughs> um, my current read is called Out of Character by Jenna Miller it is YA it is uh, the debut novel from this author. And the main character is a lesbian. She is a senior in high school. And she is self-proclaimed fat and body positive. Love that. Um, she is... Uh, she, in the past, she has dealt with technology addiction. Um, like true addiction, not just like, oh my God, I'm so addicted to my phone, like actual like addiction. Um, so that's something she still kind of struggles with. Uh, her parents have been fighting a lot and one day her mom tells her, you know what? I met a guy online. I am moving across the country and living with him. And she just takes off. Uh, her dad and her are trying to navigate their new life. That's just the two of them living at home. 
Uh, she is a super nerd and loves this uh, book duology and has found this online uh, message board role play group that does fanfic where they each take a character and write fan fiction as a group. And she starts kind of getting addicted to that. Um, and her school starts suffering. She gets a new girlfriend. Um, so she's kind of trying to balance all these different things in her life uh, while being a senior in high school and trying to get college. And she's maybe falling for one of her fanfic friends while she also still has this girlfriend. Um, and so there's so many factors going on in her life and she's just kind of losing control and trying to keep her lives separate and compartmentalize everything, but that's maybe not working. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's really cute. Uh, but it deals with some, you know, some real issues, uh, parental relationships and um, addiction, mental health. Uh, so I'm really enjoying it. I think I'm getting close to the end. I think I'm at like 80% through. Um, but I'm I'm really enjoying it. I am excited. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm excited to see what else this author puts out because I, I like the characters that she has developed so far. Awesome. It's on my to read list. It's been on it for a little bit, but yeah. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. So I need to pick it up. Yay. Read it. After, you know, October reading like all these like spooky horror books, I'm I'm probably gonna need some books like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, my mental health has not suffered in any <laughs> Mine has just hearing you talk about all these horror books. I'm sorry. Yeah, the I'm intervention is coming, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna log in, and there's gonna be like all these friends and family members. And... All our listeners are gonna be on one day when you log in to record the podcast. Yeah, all gonna be like <laughs> Scott. We can't, we can't keep doing this. Yes. <laughs> Um, at least we ended on kind of a lighter note. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we've had a great time sharing <laughs> our reads with you. We Sarcasm. have had a time we sharing our reads time. with you. We would love to hear what books you're into. Um, hopefully they're not all murder like me, but if they are, you know, to each their own. Uh, send us your recommendations or even your own book reviews. Uh, you can send us questions in. We have a bunch of um, reader or reader uh, listener submitted questions later on. They're uh, also readers. They are also readers. Yes. Um, and so uh, we hope that we get more, uh, you know, so that we can interact with you guys in a way and you guys can be featured. Um, yeah, but you can uh, DM us on Instagram uh, or you can leave a voice message below. Yep. Let us know what you're reading. And thank you to the listener who wrote in and told me to read Know My Name. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So uh, keep doing that. And you might hear a book that you've told us about featured on a future episode. 
Heck yeah. Uh, and now it's time for our favorite game by Baraboot. It's not KP's favorite game, but she has to do it anyways. Uh, but it is a literary version of Fuck, Mary Kill. Uh, both of us have selected three books from each other's TBR list, or not TBR list, our red list on Goodreads. Uh, neither of us knows what the other has chosen. Uh, but that would we will be a let whole you... different game entirely. I know it would, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> blind <we> readings will... <laughs> <laughs> well this cover it looks um like a two no i'm just kidding, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. but uh we will let you know if we think that you should buy it borrow it or boot it so without further ado kp you want me to ask you first or you want to go first yeah put me out of my misery okay your three books that i have chosen for you are Spit it out. I can't handle it. <laughs> uh, the Celebrants by Stephen Rowley. Okay. Sink, a memoir by Joseph Earl Thomas. Okay. And Halloween Hex Appeal by Rosie Reed. Okay. I remember all of these. Yay. And I just have to, is Rosie Reed a real name? <laughs> um, I don't know. It could be her pen name. Okay. Because that's. I don't know. It's too pin namey to be a real name almost. <laughs> anyways, yeah, okay. it totally could be. Okay, so what are you okay. going to buy? What are you going to borrow? And what are you going to boot? Um, I am. I'm going to buy the Celebrants. Okay. It was really good. Um, I think we've talked about it a while ago. Um, that's the book where a group of friends in college, they lose one of their friends. And at his funeral, they decide they are going to each have their own funerals before they die. So they, at one point in each of their lives, they can say, like, if they're going through a crisis, they can say, all right this is the time it's my funeral time and they all have to gather and they get together and do something and have that person's funeral. Um, it's a really touching book and you buy it. Uh, really quickly. Do you remember the, I, I can't remember them off the top of my head now. Uh, the gay couple, what are, what are their names? The Jordans. The Jordans. Thank you. So, um, this there's actually like a, a really big uh bookstagrammer um like i mean like jordy's book club yeah 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 it's based like uh he and his husbands are friends with uh stephen rowley and his husband oh and cute so they actually stephen rowley actually asked them can i use your guys's names because they're both named jordan oh that's really cute i didn't realize that yeah yeah, I just thought I'd point that out. I thought it was kind of cute. <laughs> oh, I like that. <clears throat> yes. Um, Halloween Hex Appeal is going to be my borrow. Okay. Um, but it is the third book in a series. So you'll have to borrow the first two first. Okay. Um, and I've actually, I covered the first book um on this podcast before um this is the witch who discovers she has powers it's also the witch i got stuck in an elevator with 
and I had to go dead splat because dead she splat. killed us. Because um, <laughs> she messes up her spells. <laughs> yeah. The books are really dumb. Um, <laughs> like, like really colossally dumb. Uh, but they're just, they're fun, like mindless, dumb. Light reads. Yes. I I thoroughly enjoyed them, but also like sometimes as I was reading, I was like, am I getting dumber as I read this? <laughs> but also like, uh... it's really good. Like I was really sick for a while and they were great. Like I can give this four brain cells and get all the enjoyment out of this book. <laughs> That's awesome. Like it, Sometimes it truly... you need that. Yeah, it truly only needed four brain cells, but like I, I very much enjoyed them. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, and then sink. I feel bad about this one. It's my boot. It's a memoir, and I feel really bad giving memoirs bad reviews. Um, I just didn't connect with this one. That's fine. Um. This one was hard for me because memoirs, I think part of what I love about them is a person being able to tell their story. And this one, the author wrote it in third person. Oh, that's weird. So I, it took me out of the story. Mm -hmm. So instead of feeling like, wow, this person is telling me their own story. It just felt like, oh, he's telling me a story about somebody. And yeah. there's maybe a profound reason he did it. But for me, it just took me out of it. I also just felt disconnected to the writing. I felt like a lot of the stories sort of didn't flow together. It just, it didn't do it for me. He lived a really hard life. There was a lot of tragedy but I, it just didn't land for me. And they, okay. they don't always, and yeah. Yeah. Just like we discussed I, earlier, you know, not every book is going to be a yay read. Yeah. Some are meh. I just, I just <laughs> feel bad when it's a memoir. No. Yeah. Cause like, that's, that's your life. I'm sorry. I'm judging your life badly, but like. You're, I mean, not necessarily judging his life. You're judging the way that he wrote it. That's true. Yeah. A little bit of a disconnect, hopefully. Does that make you feel better? No. Oh, well, there. I'm just kidding. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> there, there. Bit. Do I need to sing you soft kitty? Please, no. <laughs> oh. How Am about... I in the hot seat now? Um. Yes, but can we just take a moment before you go in the hot seat? I just... Want to celebrate me for a second? <laughs> because I knew all three. You I didn't did. have to look any of them up. Like, not even just name recognition. I knew the plots of all three. <laughs> you did. Uh, that is amazing. Because that normally doesn't happen. Like, go me. Yeah, go you. Okay. Did we celebrate me enough? I don't know. Yay, okay. KP! Yeah, yeah! Sis, woo! Boom, ah, woo! 
Okay, stop. That's too much. <laughs> All right. I'm done celebrating me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Are you sure? Are you sure you're done? No. <laughs> what do you need? Um, another. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm done for now, but I'm going to okay. text you later and be like, um, can we just celebrate me again really quick? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We will. We will. I'll even send a gif and everything and just be like. Just like send me a balloon emoji later or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be napping and I'll be like, we're not doing that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, do you want do you want your three books? Sure. What are they? I'm scared. Okay, your first book is Red Rising by Pierce Brown. Okay. Your second book is This Is How You Lose the Time War by Amal El Motar. Okay. Your third book is, I'm going to say it with a straight face. I don't know if I can. <laughs> Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> That is totally 100% my buy, guys. You knew I, it. I, you knew it. No, it's my boot. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I was not a fan of the writing. Um, I don't... Uh, I've watched the movies with Josh because he, he enjoys them. They're not as bad, I guess, but... Really? The movies are better than the books? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they have Kristen Stewart, so... I like her. I mean, she... I know, me too. I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's not the best acting in the Twilight series, but... She doesn't need to act. She doesn't... (laughs) All she has to do is just stand there and look like Kristen Stewart. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm loving her journey now, so... Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You don't need to give a summary of that one. I think everybody knows. Yeah, it, <clears throat> I can tell you, though, like the writing to me, it was very choppy, like, you know, single sentences, like, see Bella run, see Bella hide, see Bella look at the glo- disco ball vampire, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it was. And it just, I like a little bit more depth. I'm sorry, Twilight lovers. I know they're out there. I don't know if any of our listeners love them. I'm sorry. Um, let's see. Goodness. Uh, this is how we lose the time war or whatever is my um, borrow. Uh, I read it for um, Rainbow Book Club. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a weird story. It's, 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 uh, I don't really know how to describe it. It's queer. <clears throat> But it's like these two feuding uh, civilizations who can, like, go through time, um, are, like, going through and, like, fixing things or, you know, changing things. Wait, can I ask a question? Yeah. When you say go through time, do you mean time travel or, like, the book takes place over different time Time periods? Time travel. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. Um, No, no, no. I think you explained it right. I just. Yeah. Time travel. And it may not like some, like 
future, the past, like they have, uh, you know, uh, some wars have been caused by them, like them feuding. And, uh, but these two scouts who, uh, travel to different time periods, um, they get intrigued with each other. And so they start leaving each other, um, coded messages that only they could hopefully read. And they, so it's like them communicating with one another and they eventually fall for each other. And, uh, it's kind of, you know, Romeo, Juliet or Juliet and Juliet esque, but, um, yeah, it, it, it's okay. I, I wasn't blown away by it. Uh, but Red Rising, which is funny because I read that in like 2018, 2019, uh, okay. I think. And it was so good. I really enjoyed it. But I haven't picked up the other books in the series. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, and so he does three trilogies at a time. So like there's the trilogy with Red Rising and then like it goes years in the future and there's another trilogy and then there's like years in the future and there's another trilogy. Um, but it's actually really good. It's um, <clears throat> so... Oh goodness. Like there's this hierarchy of people. Uh, the reds, they live in the core of this planet and they're forced to like go into mines and, um, <clears throat> basically sometimes they kill themselves early on, um, because they're, you know, something collapses on them or, or like the toxicity in the mines and, and things like that. Uh, well, this one, guy um something bad really happens and so he uh finds a way to escape the core and he um enters into this he like changes his face and and body like he gets help from people so he can't be recognized uh and he enters like this almost like hunger games-esque thing um and it's like a survival game to be the next i don't know something higher up <laughs> general okay. or, or something like that um it, it's really fun uh it you know it's it's not necessarily too heavy sci-fi um mm -hmm. like he he dumbs it down for you know people who <laughs> don't know science that much uh but yeah it, it it's it's my uh bye cool yeah okay so do uh, i guess i can ask the book related questions yeah we got some really good ones from we listeners did. this week every single one is from a listener isn't that awesome yes and they're good <clears throat> questions they are good our questions. listeners are smart yeah yeah they really are i love it um so this, the first question was submitted by Justin Campana, author, uh, Justin, uh, he, uh, I think it was episode, our, our last episode, episode 17, we had a question from him, uh, as well. Uh, but, uh, he asked, what were your favorite books as kids? Um, so the two books that I was thinking of, uh, are the two that 
are probably like the middle grade books that I read over and over under the covers with a flashlight to where the books were like falling apart. Um, One was called Hope Was Here by Joan Bauer. And the other was The Zebra Wall by Kevin Hankus. I have never heard of either of them. So you'll have to read them. I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) Well, awesome. Um, Yeah. I know this is, you know, problematic, but Harry Potter. Um, oh, you know, I'm I know. Kidding. I'm sorry. I know. I, I, <clears throat> they weren't problematic. Well, we didn't know they were problematic when we were kids. Exactly. Um, and Goosebumps and Animorphs. Those were my uh, books that I read as a kid. Um, it, for I those of you who don't know Goosebumps, Goosebumps. Well, I'm just uh, I don't know if everybody will remember Animorphs. Do you know Animorphs? Yeah. Okay. I don't um, I never read them. Hmm. But I saw them on the on the end caps of the library. Hmm. Yeah. Uh they had a series too. So just like goosebumps. Like T V series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. About the kids who turn into animals. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so our next question was submitted by at Migs. Okay, it's M-I-G-Z-O-K. It's Miguel. Um, Hispanic Heritage Month just ended. What is your favorite book by Hispanic author? This one was hard for me. <laughs> um, so I talked about this book on the Halloween episode, Cemetery Boys by Aidan Thomas. Uh, that is one of them. And then I also love the author Raquel Marie. Uh, she is a YA author. She has written Ophelia After All and You Don't Have a Shot. And she has another book coming out next year that I am super excited for. Awesome. Uh, I bet you can never guess what what's one of the books that I added. Oh. It was Did mentioned in the Halloween s- episode. <laughs> Cemetery Boys, Boys by oh, Aiden okay, Thomas. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of my favorites. It's so freaking good. Um, and I also put uh, "They Both Die at the End" by Adam Silvera. Um, it was hard for oh, me to yeah. choose uh, because I like a lot of Adam Silvera's books, like "History Is All You Left Me," "More Happy Than Not." Like it's just yeah. Um, I prefer the first to die at the end. I still have not read the the prequel what? I keep putting it off i know i keep putting it off i don't know why i think i'm nervous that i'm not gonna enjoy it as much and they both die at the end was just so phenomenal for me oh you prefer that one i prefer the prequel oh okay okay i also put hola poppy uh by john paul brammer which is a memoir um uh oh yeah yeah i mean yeah. i haven't read it but i remember you liking it yeah, it was so freaking good. <laughs> He's so funny. <laughs> um, so the next question was submitted by at Rod Lujano. Rod, hello, friend. Um, what is one book that reminds you of KP? And then I added, <laughs> sorry, Rod. I added, what is one book that reminds you of Scott? Uh, just so I wasn't the only one in the hot seat. <laughs> I, Do I go I first go or you? I can go first. Um, okay. So I kind of went what books uh, I associate with KP more because 
it's books that we bonded over. Uh, like we were already like really close friends, like we're already best friends, but like uh, it's books that we kind of started like our, our book discussions as, as friends, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, but house in the cerulean sea by TJ Klune. Uh, and then the natural series by Jennifer Lynn Barnes, because I felt like that was the series that I don't know, we talked about the most. Yes. Uh, and how we I just basically both... live tweeted every thought I had at you. Yeah. While I was reading that series. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I associate those books with you. Um, and then, and this is not a selfish plug, but my book. Because without you, it wouldn't have happened. Uh, no, it's don't true. Give me that much credit. No, it's true. Like it, it really is true. Um, so yeah, and it, like I said, it's not a selfish plug or or anything like that. Like yeah, it wouldn't have happened without you. So groan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I roll okay. gag. <laughs> enough of the sappy shit <laughs> Ugh, sappiness is gross um i picked in the lives of puppets by tj clune okay because it's all about found family and you're my found <gasps> family that. and yes. when you say we're platonic soulmates it's true and we're non-biological twins <sighs> sappiness is gross but I it's knew, true it is true i knew we were both going to pick a tj clune book <laughs> yeah yeah uh so yeah um <laughs> well now that we've ended on a love fest yeah we love each other okay let's, we hope everybody get out of here yeah let's get out of here that's enough sappiness uh we hope that you all enjoyed today's episode make sure you like share follow us and send us your questions if you would like it featured on a future episode you can follow unsolicited book reviews at uh on instagram at ubr podcast uh you can follow me scott on instagram at scott underscore the librarian or you can follow or and you can follow uh kp on instagram at ninja purtle 80 and that is the end folks uh we will see you next time <laughs> bye, bye.